Welcome to the Agent Success Institute podcast. This is a space where you can learn, gain confidence, grow your business as an independent agent, not part of a real estate team. We're happy to have you with us today. So let's get started. So in honor of the week of Valentine's Day, I thought we would talk about when a client breaks your heart. Now, sometimes this can be intentional because they're just, you know, not very nice people. Other times it's completely accidental. So I'm going to give you a couple examples that I have seen of when my heart has been broken, so to speak, or another agent that I know that's happened to them. And then we're going to talk about three ways to help that help you handle that situation. So first, some examples of broken hearts. Sometimes it is a client of ours that we really, really, really like. Sometimes, to be honest with you, we can almost predict it coming like I could in this case. Sometimes we have no idea. Um, The reason I say I could in this case is because they were just kind of all over the place, constantly changing their mind. My fault because I did not have a great buyer's meeting with them just because of the circumstances I met them and how uh, we had mutual people who knew each other and it just kind of happened fast. So shame on me. Um, But I know exactly where I was when I got the phone call. So I had shown them places multiple counties, hours and hours, multiple kinds of places. It was crazy. And then we are out west on vacation in the northwest part of the country. I know exactly where we were. The funny thing is I could not tell you the name of the park. We were at a um, national park, but I can tell you exactly what curve we were on, exactly what the area looked like, exactly what the weather was like everything when she calls me and she's like, and she knew, she's like, I'm so sorry. Our previous realtor we used called us and said that she had this house that would be perfect for us. And we went ahead and saw it and wrote an offer on it and we're closing in a week because they were cash. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I was very upset, although I played it off very well. And then when we hung up, I literally started bawling. I was just so crushed. My kids are in the back seat. My husband's driving. This is our vacation. And I am bawling because a client broke my heart. Sometimes we do feel bad because we see it happen to another agent. <clears throat> so one of my agents who's awesome, she had uh, received a lead from one of those click sites that we've talked about, like where you can pay for leads. She sold them a house and she was going to list their house. and then. The client called her and said, hey, I'm so sorry. I cannot believe I completely forgot my best friend sells houses. But there's a few pieces here. One, can't be a a silent agent because clearly that's what happened here. But two, you felt bad for that agent because here her best friend bought a house from somebody else. And what happened is when the best friend heard they bought a house because they hadn't had any conversations on this, I think she kind of got on her a little bit. And so I did feel bad for that best friend, although you can't be a secret agent, of course, but she had lost a sale because her friend forgot she was a realtor. So sometimes it can accidentally happen like that. So no matter how it happens, whether they intentionally break your heart just because of my example of crying out West, just because they don't, I don't know, I don't have an answer for that, or the agent's heart is broken because 
maybe they were a secret agent or maybe their, you know, friends and family didn't think of using them. Either way, it's a real bummer, especially in a sales field. And especially if we know that we work hard and work well for our clients and maybe the agent that they picked doesn't. But there's a couple of ways, actually three, I'm going to talk about for how we can handle this. But there are three things I'm going to suggest to you that can help you hopefully minimize how many times your heart is broken. Now, keep in mind, it's going to be broken for sure, because that's just how life works. But let's just try to minimize that. The first way is to have good buyers meetings. The better your buyers meetings, the better you explain things to them, the least likely this is to happen. And it could mean in my situation where I didn't have a great buyer's meeting, actually the buyer's meeting was like five minutes at an open house. or And so that can tend to, you know, you're not focused on what they want necessarily or they're not focused on what they want and you're not kind of reining them in. Or maybe if you don't have a good buyer's meeting, you forget to explain to them, hey, if you see a new construction house, you need to call me. Or if you see a for sale by owner, you can call me. So you want to have really good buyer's meetings that can help with that. The second thing to know is that you can't punish yourself about the situation. Yes, you can be upset. I was upset when I was crying out West. You can even blame yourself. I mean, like I said, I should have had a buyer's better buyer's meeting. Now, in this case, I honestly don't think that would have made a difference, but that would have helped. So when I first started, it was the first probably year in the business, maybe less, I would look at the land transfers in the newspaper and read them every week to see if somebody I had been working with bought a house from another agent. Now, when I say somebody I was working with at this point in my career, it might have just been that they came through my open house. Or maybe I was emailing them stuff, but I had no idea what a buyer's meeting was or any of that stuff. So it wasn't super, you know, much more smooth like it is now. But regardless, I would get so upset if I would see that somebody had bought from something else and I'd have a little pity party and cry. So one time I'm like, I can't keep doing this. There's got to be a better way to handle this. And so I, and my idea of how to handle it was to figure out a way to rein these people in to make sure I was doing my job right so they bought a house. So I called an agent. His name is Jim Swinehart, and he was awesome. Um, he was a realtor in our office, big producing agent, super nice guy, did not have to take any time to talk to me at all, but he did. I said, Jim, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm reading this. It's depressing. Crying, I don't know how to get to these people. And he just said, Quit reading the newspaper. And I'm like, What? And he's like, Quit reading the newspaper. It's just going to upset you for no reason. You just keep doing the best that you can do. Don't worry about that. That's going to happen and just move on, which was very, very good advice. I honestly wouldn't, at that point in my life, would not have thought of that on my own. He was very wise to give me that advice. And it's true. And number three, understand that people are people. And so you need to grant grace. Like I said earlier, the people who had me crying out West, they, I don't, that wasn't an accident because she knew enough to call me and tell me that and say she was sorry. I think it was more of, of just a convenience thing for them. Like, oh, you used to work with this lady. She called us. Let's just buy it. Um, instead of saying to her, well, now we have another realtor that, that has since been licensed since we've known you years ago. and um. We're working with her because they came to me looking to work with me. Does that make sense? But they didn't. They're just like, oh, she's telling us about this house. It's not even on the market, but she's listing it. So we're going to go see it. So you have to grant people some grace because sometimes it's going to be an accident. 
But sometimes people are just jerks. Either way, people are people. And you just have to grant some grace, especially if they're if it's an accident. Because remember, not everyone knows how this industry works, right? That's why they might click on a lead site site or call a builder and not call you or go to an open house and write an offer because the person at the open house says they have to, whatever. People are people. They don't know. And so you just have to grant some grace. And by grant, granting the grace to them, it's going to help you stay calm and not get worked up or upset when your heart is broken. And one more thing, which is just the bottom line, it's just move on. Just like Jim told me, you know, don't read the newspaper. Just close it up. Just move on. It's not going to ruin your career. Don't let it ruin your career. It's one, two sales, whatever, some minimal amount. You know in advance it's going to happen. You might even be surprised who it happens with. I was taking a class not that long ago, and the realtor teaching the class said that uh, her brother bought a house from somebody else. And what it was is he went to a builder, and then the builder didn't care that they already had an agreement in place. It was her brother because her brother had gone to the builder without her and didn't even realize that he shouldn't do that. And, And so that can happen. So you can't let it ruin your career. You can't let it make you quit. Just learn from it. Think about what you would do differently. Just like I said, I would have a much tighter buyer's meeting where I'm making sure I'm, you know, giving them all the scoop. This lady teaching the class of the same thing. She would make sure that she really hits on that hard about how she can help you with any house you're looking at, a new build, you know, whatever. Don't forget to contact her first. So move on. Don't let it ruin your career. Definitely don't quit real estate. Learn from it. And then keep going because if you're in this career and you love people, you need to stay in this career. Because so many agents out there don't care about people, they care about the paycheck. And I feel like the agents who are maybe the most sensitive and care the most about people are the ones who can get their heart broken the easiest because they do care about people and they treat their people like family. And that can make it even more difficult. But like I said, grant people grace. Don't let it ruin your career and move on. So if your heart is broken, I'm sorry. Hopefully it doesn't happen very often. And it doesn't. I mean, I can count only a handful of times in 19 years of doing this. If it hasn't happened, it probably will. It might not be this year. It might be 10 years down the road, but it will happen. But now you've learned how to handle it. You know what to do and you're going to be just fine. So I hope that your Valentine's Day was wonderful because I'm recording this actually two days after Valentine's Day of 2024. But, um, and I hope you have a great day. That's it for today. Thanks for listening and may your career be blessed as you bless others.